Welcome to the Gift of Love broadcast, where love is your greatest gift. Our mission is to teach the world the power of loving God and loving others. The greatest gift for you and me, the greatest gift for humanity, the greatest gift for all to see. Hello everyone and welcome to the Gift of Love broadcast where love is your greatest gift. I'm your host Lyndon Batiste and thank you for joining me once again as we all take this journey towards becoming the God beings that we are. Yes, ye are gods. You are gods. And that's what love is all about, about us evolving into the full character and nature of the divinity that is within each and every one of us. Please remember that you can find the Gift of Love broadcast on iTunes, on Spotify. Just Google Gift of Love broadcast or you can look up my name, Lyndon Batiste. You can also find us on Instagram at the Gift of Love Network. And please share if this podcast is touching you, if it's enlightened you, let someone else know about it. The same thing that you do when you go to a good restaurant, right? When the food is good, you come home and you tell a brother or a sister or you tell a friend how good the meal was. And hopefully we're cooking up some good meals here on the gift of love broadcast so please share with others and draw them in to this journey i don't know about you but everything with everything that's happening in the world i am more convinced that this message of love is important that we must all learn how to love and when we talk about love becoming love we are talking about erasing these human boundaries that separate us we're talking about overcoming our ego we are talking about growing in empathy and sympathy we are talking about our full realized and spiritual potential and in that i believe we learn how to live together in peace and in harmony and, he, and I know that sounds a bit utopian, but you know what? There's no other choice but for us to learn how to love one another. Today, I want to continue with my series, Lessons from My Father. And today, I want to talk about the commitment principle or the principle of commitment. And before I go any further, I'm going to throw this out there. Because I'm a believer in the law of attraction, I want to say that this series has been fun for me number one but number two this is going to be my first book lessons from my father this will be my first book and you know what? i'm gonna throw this out there too it's going to be a new york times bestseller so i don't know what publisher is getting ready for me but hey we're gonna throw it on out there right <laughs> but the principle of commitment and if you've listened to any of the other previous podcast in this series, I'm talking about this journey that I had when my father transitioned and graduated to heaven. And there were these moments in that journey where certain principles were emphasized and, and sort of crystallized in my own mind. And it wasn't that I was unaware of these principles. It, it was just that they were made very clear to me. And I saw that these were principles that we should apply in our lives. And I made it into a series, right? So the commitment principle is about this moment that I had with my with my dad. It was our last conversation. And I remember it was on a Saturday morning. This was literally the last in-person conversation that I had with my dad before he went out of town. 
And my dad was talking and he was really intense. I knew he wasn't feeling that well, but he was really intense. And he said to me, Lyndon, never stop preaching. And he said, and I remember him motioning and he said, when you speak, healing comes out of your mouth. And then he began to talk about the ministry um, that we were involved in together. And he and he went through, he began to write down names of people and, and he talked and he began to talk about money that we could that we needed to raise to make certain things happen with the ministry. And I remember thinking, man, he's really intense right now. Like what is this all about? And then of course, literally the next day my father transitioned. And then looking back at that moment, I realized how committed my father was to this ministry. And it made me think about the commitment principle, this principle of commitment. I believe that life is about us being committed to something, something that's bigger than you. I believe, man, and I really believe this, that what gives us fulfillment, what gives us meaning, right, is when we are a part of something that's bigger than us, that a vision that 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 precedes us and that definitely outlasts us. And that's why you see people joining movements. That's why you see people joining religious organizations or joining some type of work. It's because everybody wants to be connected to something that has meaning, something bigger than themselves, and then be, again, committed to that. And I think that's where our happiness is. What are you committed to? And I think it's there that you'll find your true inspiration, your true life force, and this true galvanizing uh, power within your life to propel you to do things that you never thought you could do um, in and of your own power. But I realized that my dad was so committed to this. He oozed this vision for this ministry. And it's the reason why, one of the reasons why I am still going forward to this day. It's partly because of his vision and his passion. When I think of that last conversation, I think of, um, and you might find this a little funny, the movie Kung Fu Panda. And there's this there's this moment where Master Ugwe is talking to the um, the other Kung Fu master. I don't know if he's like he's a rat or a gerbil, but uh, Master Ugwe, they're having this conversation where he's essentially saying, "You're gonna have to go on without me." And he's he's sort of dropping these nuggets of wisdom and giving him this final lesson, if you will. Well, that's kind of how. Uh, my last conversation with my father was it was like this this moment of transition but no one knew I definitely didn't know that that's what it was and I thank God for that opportunity the commitment principle what is commitment I believe that commitment is when your mind body and soul agrees that a goal or outcome must be attained let me repeat that Commitment is when your mind, your body and your soul or every fiber of your being, the totality of who you are, agrees that a goal or outcome must be attained. In other words, in your mind, there are no other options except to see the fulfillment of whatever that goal is. And when you study the lives of some of your most successful people, you will see this common thread in every story. Commitment. The willingness to overcome, the willingness to go through, the unwillingness to give up and to cave in and or to quit. 
Commitment is when, again, your mind, your body and your soul. And guess what? When all of that is in agreement about a thing, then I believe that there is nothing that can stop you. That is that is the, the power of the story of the Tower of Babel. And I hear people debate all the time. Well, you know, was the Tower of Babel or Babel, however you want to pronounce it, was it a real place? Lyndon doesn't particularly care. The reason why I read uh, the Tower of Babel story and many of the stories in our religious, spiritual you know, scriptures is because I want wisdom. I want I want the cheat code. I want the life code. What can I apply? What can I learn from this that will help me along my way? I really don't care if Jonah really went to the belly of the whale. What I really get from that story, though, is when there is a path for your life or they're calling on your life, whatever it might be, going away from that could mean some trouble. That's sort of what I take from that story. Same thing with the Tower of Babel. And when God sort of looks down in this story and he says the people, because they have imagined in their heart, because they are essentially what he's saying is because they were committed to building this tower. God said, I had to I have to interrupt their plans because they are going to accomplish it. And I believe it's the same thing here. Commitment is about every part of your being being focused tunnel vision on a outcome or goal and guess what nothing will stop you abraham was committed that was what the story of his son isaac and if you're from the islamic tradition ishmael again not particularly concerned that's what that story was about when god asked abraham to sacrifice his son god is asking abraham how committed are you he saw that every aspect of his being Every fiber of his being was committed to this journey. God said, I can use that. I think about David. David had the revelation to build God's temple. And and even though he did not build it, he was so committed to it that he sets up his son, Solomon. He sets him up with everything that he needs to make sure that it gets completed, even though it would outlive him. And I'm talking about he would not see the the fulfillment of that. I think of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I have been to the mountaintop and although I will not get there with you, you're talking about someone that was so committed, committed even to the point of death, saying, I don't fear. I don't fear this because there's a goal. There's a vision. That's why he has a holiday. Because of the sacrifice and the commitment to that journey that impacted all of our lives. I think about Jesus. Jesus going to the cross and saying, it is finished. Jesus was so committed that not even death and the the knowingness of death could keep him away from uh, completing the goal, completing the assignment. Again, commitment is when your mind, your body and soul agrees that a goal or outcome. I'm sorry. Commitment is when your mind, body and soul agrees that a goal or outcome must be attained. There are no other options. So a few things to think about. I want you to ask yourself the question. What are you committed to? What are you committed to? And again, again, I believe that when you find that thing that's bigger than you, when you become a part of a vision, whether you birth it or someone else, you're a part of someone else's vision. Fulfillment and meaning happens. And you know what? Ultimately, I believe we all want meaning. We want to matter. 
We want to be a be a part of something that outlives us, that's bigger than the universe, that's bigger than money. We all know that money doesn't make us happy. We all know it's a tool. You've had enough of it long enough to realize that it doesn't make you happy. But what makes us happy is being a part of something that is meaningful. So what are you committed to? If your answer is nothing, then think about what is it that you can be committed to? If you are committed to something, have you invested in your commitment? Have you invested in that commitment? I understand that when we're committed to something, oftentimes it takes on many different forms and you might set it to the side for a while. Whether it's that book that you are committed to, whether it's that career path, whether it is that that entrepreneurial idea, whether it's and you know what? It doesn't even have to be something big and boisterous it can be you know maybe you're committed to your children and developing them maybe you're committed to your home maybe you're committed to a particular project whatever it is ask yourself have you invested the time into your commitment i don't know about you but i know this about me the things that i'm committed to the longer that i'm separated from that my happiness begins to decrease right my, my happiness and fulfillment diminishes. I have to make contributions as often as possible, every day ideally, every day to the thing that I'm committed to. I understand that we have other responsibilities and sometimes you can't just you know go hard on your commitment, but you can make contributions. You can pour into it, you know, sort of like an investment account. You know, you might not be able to put, you know, five, $5,000 in right now, but you can put in maybe 100 today, maybe 50 tomorrow, and you can get there over time, but you have to keep pouring into it and it'll build, it'll build up. Then lastly, ask yourself, have you been committed before? And I want you to think about that. What's something you've been committed to before? And, and you'll see that the thing that you were committed to, more than likely you got it. You attained it. I remember one of my very first stories of being committed. And this is, you know, I don't necessarily um, encourage this. <laughs> but there was one college that I wanted to go to. I knew what it was early on in high school, Morehouse College. And I really didn't know necessarily how I was going to get into Morehouse College. This is funny. I was so committed that one day after school, one of my friends, I got one of my friends to come with me. I said, let's go down to Morehouse College. I literally drove on campus as a, I want to say this is maybe in the fall of my senior year. I drove on campus, walked into the admissions office, and I just walked right in and said, can I speak to someone who deals with admissions? And I remember the lady in the front looking at me like, who are you? And it just so happened that the person who was coming out of his office was the director of admissions. And the lady said, he's right there. And he happened to hear our conversation and he stopped and we shook hands and he said, you know what? Come back and let's set up a meeting. Literally like a week or two later, I had a, a meeting and he told me some things that I needed to do. But he said, when my application comes in, it's going to look at it. And 
lo and behold i'm not sure necessarily what happened but a few weeks a few months later during the second semester of uh, my senior year i got my acceptance letter and i was excited that was the only school i applied to i did not apply anywhere else because in my mind there was one place where linden needed to be now again i don't advise this to anyone um, I enjoyed my college experience, but just thinking how risky that was, had I been denied, I would have been heartbroken. <laughs> but maybe that's the lesson in commitment. It's when we're when we're that convinced and when we're that committed and when our mind, our body and our soul come together and 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 they and they join together to accomplish a goal. I believe the universe the universe has to alter itself to make happen what you have determined in your heart. I think that's what Jesus meant. Jesus meant when he says, "Where two or three gather in my name, there, there I am in the midst." Or, um, if two or three touches agreeing anything, it it shall be. Um, and I'm sort of paraphrasing there. He's talking about the power of agreement. Some call it the law of attraction, whatever it might be. But when you're committed to something. It has to happen. It absolutely has to happen. So I want to encourage all of you listening to the Gift of Love broadcast. Be committed. And you know what? Those things that you're not committed to, that you're not fully behind in your mind, your body, and your soul. You know, ask yourself, should I even be wasting my time with this? You know, is let me find that thing I'm committed to and throw myself behind that. I'm telling you, you'll find you'll find the journey there. That's that's where the journey, that's where the happiness and the fulfillment comes is being a part of a, of a journey towards the thing that you're committed to. There's nothing like that journey. There's nothing like that ride right there. That is a joy ride for a lifetime. I know how it feels. And there's nothing worse than, than being on a journey and on a ride with something that you're not committed to. Oh, man, that's a whole nother message right there being in the car and you're headed to a place that you're not committed to that you're not excited about that your mind body and soul haven't agreed upon and are not convinced of that is the definition of unhappiness and unfulfillment so the commitment principle this is the lesson that i learned from my father and i believe that all of us should strive to be committed to something and if and if you have something that you are committed to dive back into that thing that's why it's still on your heart because you are committed you are committed i want to share an excerpt from one from one of my favorite uh, poems mother to son by langston hughes mother to son by langston hughes look it up and i'm just going to read a part of it well son i'll tell you Life for me ain't been no crystal stair. So boy, don't turn back. Don't you fall now. For eyes still climbing. And life for me ain't been no crystal stair. Whatever your journey is, keep climbing, keep going, be committed. And that's where you'll find meaning. That's where you'll find fulfillment. And that is where you'll find success. Lessons from my father, the commitment principle. And we have one more principle to go. 
please share the gift of love broadcast with someone else. If you go to Podbean, there is a link, a share link where you can literally just copy that and send it via text or you can send it to someone's email. You can also find us again on iTunes and Spotify. Thank you for joining us. And please remember, love is your greatest gift. Humanity